Section 32 of Stories from Le Mort d'Arthur and the Mabinogion, retold by Beatrice Clay. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 32 The Trial of the Queen. When Mordred escaped Sir Lancelot, he got to horse, all wounded as he was, and never drew rein till he had found King Arthur, to whom he told all that had happened. Then great was the king's grief, despite all that Mordred could say, he was slow to doubt Sir Lancelot, whom he loved, but his mind was filled with four beings, for many a knight had been slain, and well he knew that their kin would seek vengeance on Sir Lancelot, and the noble fellowship of the round table be utterly destroyed by their feats. All too soon it proved even as the king feared. Many were found to hold with Sir Mordred, some because they were kin to the knights that had been slain, some from envy to the honor and worship of the noble Sir Lancelot, and among them even there were those who dared to raise their voice against the queen herself, calling for judgment upon her as leagued with a traitor against the king, and as having caused the death of so many good knights. Now in those days the law was that if one were accused of treason by witnesses or taken in the act, that one should die by death of burning, be it a man or a woman, knight or churl. So then the murmurs grew to a loud clamor that the law should have its course and that the King Arthur should pass sentence on the Queen. For was the King's woe doubted? For, said he, I sit as king to be a rightful judge and keep all the law, wherefore I may not do battle for my own queen, and now there is none other to help her. So a decree was issued that the Queen Jeanvier should be burned at the stake outside the walls of Carlisle. For with King Arthur sent for his nephew Sir Gawain and said to him, Fair nephew, I give it in charge to you to see that all is done as has been decreed. But Sir Gawain answered boldly, Sir King, never will I be present to see my lady the queen die. It is of ill counsel that ye have consented to her death. Then the king bade Gawain send his two young brothers, Sir Gareth and Sir Gareth, to receive his commands, and these he desired to attend the queen to the place of execution. So Gareth made answer for both, My lord the king. We owe you obedience in all things, but know that it is sore against our wills that we obey you in this. Nor will we appear in arms in the place where that noble lady shall die. Then sorrowfully they mounted their horses and rode to Carlisle. When the day appointed had come, the queen was led forth to a place without the walls of Carlisle, and there was bound to the stake to be burnt to death. Loud were her ladies' lamentations, and many a lord was found to weep at that grievous sight of a queen brought so low, yet was there none who dared come forward as her champion, lest he should be suspected of treason. As for Gareth and Gareth, they could not bear the sight, and stood with their faces covered in their mantles. Then, just as the torch was to be applied to the faggots, there was a sound as of many horses galloping, and the next instant a band of knights rushed upon the astonished throng, their leader cutting down all who crossed his path until he had reached the queen, whom he lifted to his saddle and bore from the press. Then all men knew that it was Sir Lancelot come nightly to rescue the queen, and in their hearts they rejoiced. So with little hindrance they rode away, Sir Lancelot and his king with the queen in their midst, till they came to the castle of the joyous guard, where they held the queen in safety and all reverence. 
But of that day came a kingdom's ruin, for among these slain were Gawain's his brother, Sir Gareth, and Sir Gareth. Now Sir Lancelot loved Sir Gareth as if he had been his own younger brother, and himself had knighted him. But in the press he stuck at him and killed him not seeing that he was unarmed and weaponless and in likewise sir gareth met his death so when word was brought to king arthur of what had passed sir gawain asked straightway how his brothers had fared both are slain said the messenger alas my dearest brothers cried sir gawain how came they by their death they were both slain by sir lancelot that will i never believe cried Sir Gawain, for my brother, Sir Gareth, had such a love for Sir Lancelot, that there was not Sir Lancelot could ask him that he would not do. But the man said again, He is slain, and by Sir Lancelot. Then from sheer grief Sir Gawain went swooning to the ground. When he was recovered, he said, My lord and uncle, it is even as this man says, that Sir Lancelot has slain my brother, Sir Gareth? Alas, said the king, Lancelot rode upon him in the press and slew him, not seeing who he was or that he was unarmed. Then, cried Gawain fiercely, here I make my avow. Never while my life lasts will I leave Sir Lancelot in peace until he has rendered me account for the slaying of my brother. From that day forth, Sir Gawain would not suffer the king to rest until he had gathered all his host and marched against the Druid's guard. Thus began the war which broke up the fellowship of the round table end of section 32 read by anna nomoska